Welcome to the Full Nelson Press Podcast, episode 22. We are recording on December 16th, 2015. I am the creator of the FullNelsonPress.com, the unofficial WWE webcomic. My name is Brandon Kirkpatrick. You can find me on Twitter at JohnnyJonny underscore Tango. I'm here with the vice president of K Jewelers, Pete O'Brien. You can also follow him on Twitter at MVP360. And of course, you can follow the Full Nelson Press on Twitter at TFMP. Pete, I don't even have time to ask you how you're doing. Because we have so much to discuss tonight. We are reviewing TLC 2015, discussing the newest edition of Raw, and reacting to T- uh, NXT TakeOver in London. I- I- I'm so excited with so much wrestling we have to talk about tonight. Oh, I'm ready. No, you're not. I'm ready to review the hell out of it. <laughs> so we're going to, like I said, TNA, Raw, and then we're going to get to the dessert, which is NXT TakeOver. Uh, by the way, this show was sponsored by K Jewelers. We can't say that, can we? We can say whatever the fuck we want. This show is sponsored by McDonald's, Burger King, KFC, and I am hungry. What are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? We just, we just gave them free ad time. Oh, nice. Yeah, go to K Jewelers and propose in a wrestling ring. Yep. Make sure the Usos are there. God, that was so stupid. Let's get it go. Let's go. First of all, starts with some huge WWE Network connectivity issues. Uh, took oh. me 30 minutes to get into the free show, man. Yep, that was brutal, WWE. Fucking perfect. Yeah, all right. All right. Lot. Congratulations, WWE. That was brutal. How do you get that? You know what? Whatever. You know, I, I, I would act like I'm surprised, but I'm not. <laughs> so we come back just in time to see the pre-show where everyone who's been chanting for Sasha Banks gets to see her on the fucking kickoff show against Becky Lynch. Uh, but not for everybody because not everyone can see this. So No, there's a lot of people that missed it. Yep, yep. So we start this off. First of all, again, Sasha's hometown, she gets a huge pop. Not using that on the pay-per-view, though. Uh, they started off with Team Bad doing this special song, this rendition of 12 Days of Christmas. Oh, my God. I think this is when I told you, Peter, I texted you that I wish the network wasn't working anymore. It was bad because they're trying to make them a heel. They're oh. trying to push heel on them, and it's not working, you stupid fucking writers. That was the worst segment I have ever seen, and it was like a travesty to see Sasha Banks in with that. Like, it was just like, why? Why? You just buried her character by doing something (laughs) that stupid. And then they were like, yeah, okay, but don't worry. Everyone's asking for Becky Lynch and Sasha to put on a match. Well, then you give them a chance, and you make it look so stupid. Right, right. You don't give them enough time to actually let them get into a flow. They can actually work really well together, and you could tell they were rushed. Because of how dumb WWE handles the Divas. Oh, man, Pete. I cannot wait to talk about wrestling with you tonight. <laughs> so this match sucks. Uh, there is no flow. And just when the, sh- the match finally starts picking up, K-Jewelers commercial. In the middle of a fucking match. Why? Yep. We're already paying for the damn network. <laughs> Don't yeah. you dare now put in commercials. Oh, but it's the pre-show. Who gives a shit? There right? plenty other times to put a damn ad in. Absolutely. You, you know what? You know what I do? On, on the days that I have the pay-per-view, I normally have the day off, so I will just turn the network on a couple hours beforehand and just let it run throughout the day so I kind of can watch, like, Renee Young do her thing throughout the day at the arena and things like that. And I, I didn't do it this time, but, like, that's the time you have to put the K-Jewelers, the, the yep. commercials into, not the fucking pay-per-view. So, not during a damn match. 
We come back from commercial break at a fucking pay-per-view. Sasha Bank hits a backstabber and then locks in this straight jacket hogue, uh, hold, but the fucking commentary table thinks it's her fucking signature move, the bank statement. And they they couldn't figure it out. Michael yeah. Cole, by the way, this is not the <sighs> first time I'm going to say this. Fuck you. He did not pay attention to anything. Oh, he was totally just night. half-assing. I think he yeah. was like concentrating more on Twitter than he was this fucking show. He literally was. And what I noticed is, you can tell the matches that the commentators are bored because they don't call the match. They don't pay attention. And pff, it happened. The match it sucked. Sasha Banks got shortchanged in her hometown. So to me, that runs into distraction because apparently Becky's uh, has this. What's her signature move? The disarm? That's it's stupid. It's a dumb name for a signature move. Uh, she locks his move, move in. Tamina distracts her. Uh, Naomi allows Becky to be to force the break, I guess. And, and Sasha takes advantage of this and puts in the bank statement. Now they know it's a bank statement, and Sasha Banks wins. So, again, you just you, Sasha Banks is already over. Just let her win one match clean. Really? I mean, yep. is it really that fucking hard? What do you want to grade the kickoff show at, Pete? Uh, F, because it was just stupid. Ugh, an F. I completely agree. So, next, we move on. Uh, the show actually opens up. No more commercials. Uh, we have the triangle ladder match for the tag team championships. The Usos, the Lucha Dragons, and the New Day. This is what happens when you let the wrestlers actually handle their creative angle, and you let a match actually happen. Man, this was such a good match. It was really good. Xavier Woods, bravo on actually watching the match for the commentary, because God fuck face Cole was <laughs> calling everyone wrong. I don't even care. I'm going to be letting the F-bombs fly to this one, because I am so don't, pissed at TLC. Don't hold back. We've already sponsored McDonald's, and they said we have unlimited fucks. I can't believe how brutal Michael Cole was during this <sighs> pay-per-view. He almost made it even more unwatchable. Like, I'm like, can we mute it? Because he's not paying attention. And then they just, like, off on timing. Like, there's points where it's, like, a low moment that I'm just like, ugh. Like, this is just a dumb moment, but, like, the the commentating table is at a fucking 10 right now. Like, my God, Michael, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, it's not. It's two people falling over each other. This isn't the big thing. The, the commentary is bad, but the match was great. Xavier Woods correcting Michael Cole on which Uso is who. Right. And which Lucha Dragon is who because... God knows, Sankara and Kalisto are the, they aren't even close to the same height. I mean, the Usos, I can sort of understand, they look, they're twins. Right. But Jesus, let, let's figure it out. And then the match had so many spots that were great. Biggie Langston lifting the ladder with the Lucha Dragons on it. That was awesome. Selena Del Sol off the top of the ladder. Oh, dude. That could have gone, that could have gone so wrong. It could have. So many ways. And they tried it, and it was epic after this match i i have i've been a kalisto fan uh but this this has put it over put this man in singles competition because this man could put on matches by himself he does not need that fucking uh chain uh ball and chain of sin cara he doesn't need that anymore he he totally put me over with this he was over he was over before like no i know but like every time i saw him he was just overshadowed by being in the tag division and not getting an actual spotlight like this like i he did a really good last year. He was in the Elimination Chamber match, and he did a couple spots there. But it, it, this, I think, really catapulted it for me personally. I mean, I've always like I like him. Well, that's just because you're an NXT hipster. 
he was awesome. That match was sweet. And then <laughs> Xavier Woods throwing his trombone at him. <laughs> that was awesome. Usually if a guy does a big spot like that, they're done for like the rest of the match. Kalisto got back up and was climbing the ladder for the belt. Like, that's crazy. So the New Day wins. Congratulations. Yeah. That's awesome. Next, we have a uh, smoke break match. Ryback versus Rusev. Did that match happen? Yeah, it did happen. It actually happened. I watched the whole pay-per-view, and that's how bad that match was. Uh, it sucked. Honestly, for 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 high points for this, um, Christ, I don't know. Uh, it ended. Have, that's my high point. Like they get out in the ring, and I guess uh, Rusev like pushes Ryback, and Lana slaps her, slaps her the back, and pretends like she got hit, and uh, this distracts him, and they throw him back in the ring, and and he puts uh, Rusev puts the alkylate on him or whatever the fuck it's called, and then he goes to sleep, just like the rest of the fucking crowd. Yeah, that sucked. F. F. Uh, we didn't grade the last match, but I think it's pretty obvious it was an A. I did. I said A. Oh, all right. Well, I think it's also an A. Uh, so next, we go on to the chairs match for the United States Championship, Jack Swagger versus Alberto Del Rio. Uh, the bell rings. Both of them immediately get chairs. They start swinging at each other all Star Wars-like, but Alberto Del Rio misses twice, <laughs> and this is kind of a theme for him for the rest of the night. He missed a lot. Yes. This match was dumb. He had a lot of whiffs, and he missed, and it looked bad. His finisher was all right, but, of course, his finisher is stupid. Yep. But the fact that he did it onto the chairs helped it out a little bit. Yeah. But the match was weak. You didn't think you didn't think Swagger was going to win. There was no buildup. It was boring. There was no big spots. So isn't this finisher kind of like, though, uh, the coup de gras from Finn Balor? Isn't it kind of the same? No, because... The guy isn't holding himself. Oh, up you're right. You're right. Yeah. In the corner, coup de gras, he's laying down, and Balor jumps from the top and jumps. Yeah, I still think he needs more. That's a different time. Yeah. So this match, this match was dumb. No Coulter though. No Zeb Coulter, which yeah. was a positive, I'd have to right. say. So hey. uh, I'm gonna give this match a D because there was no uh, Zeb Coulter. No. I'm gonna give. Yep. I'm gonna go from an F to a D because it could have been an F if Zeb Coulter showed up at some point. Oh yeah, it was an F. I'm I'm sticking with my F on that one. All right, I'm stubborn son of a bitch. That's next fine. we're gonna <laughs> next we're gonna move on to the eight man t- tables elimination match ECW Originals versus the Wyatt family. Yuck! This match was just like like they were just looking for shit to do. I felt like like just make it busy work in the ring. It, it they had no they could not work together at all they could, could they had no idea what to do they didn't mm-hmm. know when to do their spots Mm-mm. Bubba Ray held the garbage can up Rowan swings to punch it and barely taps it right then Bubba holds the or he punches him in the stomach then Bubba puts it up to his face and goes now hit it and then <laughs> Rowan hits the garbage can into his face and I'm like wow. They didn't even disguise the fact that they messed that up. That <laughs> sucked. There was so much sloppiness going on in that match. It, it was, was bad. terrible. I agree completely. Uh, the Wyatt family won that. Uh, I know this because I asked you. I fell asleep. This was the only time I think I've ever fallen asleep in a pay-per-view. I don't know if maybe it was just that day. But I, I, I woke up, and we were right in the middle of uh, Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens. I was holding on, like holding on to a string trying to like stay awake i was like god this is just bad this is really bad you know what made it worse though is being a fucking just saying eight man tables elimination match just sounds fun and they ruined it they ruined it like i think if i put an eight man elimination match on wwe 2k16 right now and made everybody an ai and just let it go i would have a better match uh i'm gonna give that one an f you should give it an s for sleep 
I was going to give it a Z, because that's what I was catching. Oh, boink. That's that's right here. At the Full House of Press podcast, you get the A-list jokes. Not B-lists, A-list jokes. Moving on, the IC Championship with Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens. This match was a pretty good match. Uh, there was... It had a slow beginning, because uh, I did go back and rewatch it, because I, I, I was like, man, I don't want to start this match just from where we're at right now, but I kind of wish I did, because it did have just a very slow start to it. It did. I, I It was a decent match. It was decent. It could have been way better. It should have been way better. Yes. This should have been the match of the night, I thought. But, I, I mean, like, I like Dean Ambrose, but I'm starting to notice, like, you think we're going to get, like, this sick match out of him, and... A lot of his matches sort of fall short in all the pay-per-views, I think. Who, Dean Ambrose? Yeah. I agree. I think that's bad booking on, uh, as well. Um, also, like, man, he needs more in his move pool, I would have to say. Like, he's doing the same shit. You see, that's his problem. But for him winning the title, I thought that was bullshit. I kind of agree with you on this one. I think Kevin Owens should have kept the IC title. I don't see what Dean Ambrose is going to do with it. I really don't. Like, Kevin Owens could really turn that into a big thing. Make him a bigger heel. It was nothing but good things to come for Kevin Owens with that IC title. Uh, This match, though, it kind of, they just reversed the shit out of each other. And then uh, it follows up with Owens trying to do this uh, pop-up powerbomb, which uh, Ambrose reverses into a Frankensteiner to win. But, like, he kind of messes up the Frankensteiner, I feel like, and it just kind of takes that whole momentum away uh, from the win. So I I think it just kind of flopped. I'm going to give this one a C. Yeah, because it wasn't as bad as everything else. No, (laughs) that's that's it. Perfect. So far, one of the higher moments, except for the uh, the ladder match. Uh, next, we're going to move on to Charlotte versus Paige for the Divas Championship. Charlotte comes out with Flair, so you know it's going to be one of those fucking matches. This is getting old. Right? Like, it's the same fucking pony show every week with this now. Like, we're going to talk about it at fucking Raw. Yeah. Uh, they go in for a handshake, and Charlotte says, fuck off to that. Or uh, maybe it's the other way around. I could give two shits at this point. They start mocking each other. Charlotte does his, this is my house first, and then, uh... Fucking Paige just nails this awesome super kick on Charlotte. Uh, and Charlotte does the uh, the old, old-fashioned Ric Flair KO, but you don't see it happen because of the cameramen's just going from every fucking angle that they can. So you miss this whole spot, and then you see Paige do the strut. Yeah, the camera angles in this whole pay-per-view, too, by the way, were brutal. They cut too much. You, I couldn't focus. It, it missed parts because they were cutting too much. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Maybe they should just... I don't know. I want to see, like... Go watch NXT. Uh, throughout the match, Rick is, like, being a heel ref. I mean, it's kind of just like, fuck, man, I saw all this when you were fucking managing Triple H uh, with the Evolution. Uh, getting with uh, the ref. Uh, starts taking the ring apart for, like, to, to set up, like, this whole... Like, I hate that. I hate when it's like, Ric Flair is taking, uh, taking care of this turnbuckle. So I already know... Whatever the finish is, it's going to be at this turnbuckle. And it just, it just takes away from the match, I think. It was a bad match. It sucked. And it could have been good. Yeah, I think, like, Flair being there and WWE Creative just, just fucking force-fucking the storyline into us, it just really just hurt this this match. Just like the match prior to it, Dean Ambrose uh, versus Kevin Owens. Yep. Charlotte wins because uh, she hits that turnbuckle that I'm talking about and... That's that's the match. I mean, I don't really have anything to say about it. Uh, I'm going to give it a D for, for trying. Yeah, I'll give it a D. 
Pete, we just gave two divas the D. Uh, Next is our main event, the TLC match for the WWE Championship, Roman Reigns versus Sheamus. Man, this match was boring. It sucked. I said this earlier, like, the commentating table's at a 10, but all they're really fucking doing is just falling over shit. It, it was just dumb. Uh, the most enjoyable thing about this were the chants. Yeah. We miss Rollins, or we miss Seth. And the, we miss Brian were the two chants. Uh, NX, yep. And had a good, strong NXT chant going. I mean, what do you do as Vince, and you see this, like, if, if it is true that reports go that Vince does not go by ratings or how the internet goes, he goes by uh, the crowd, then how is this not fucking eye-opening to him, that they are chanting other shit and people who aren't there uh, for your main event? It sucks. It literally sucks. So it just goes downhill, because uh, Roman eventually staggers uh, inside and tries to go up the ladder uh, while Sheamus is playing dead outside. Uh, Roman gets close, uh, but Sheamus gets in, catches up to him. They're they're fiddling around with the title, and then uh, Sheamus does, or I guess Roman does his awesome Superman punch in the air. I really like that Superman punch. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, it is the wallpaper to my desktop right now. You drool over that, but it, you know, like I said, when I said Roman Reigns in our future show, <laughs> talk about the war. He added more, and he's he's gotten better. Yes. And yeah, it was cool. That yeah. was cool. And well, like I said, I just didn't feel a reason to get pulled into this match. I agree, man. Because there was no good outcome. The outcomes were Roman Reigns wins, and Sheamus gets a rematch at some point, or Sheamus wins, and then it's just fucking dumb if Sheamus wins. And what happens? Because the, where's the league? Yeah. Where's this faction? Right. They need to be traveling together. Right. This is stupid. Right. So uh, we're getting there because then at some point Roman Reigns gets the upper hand on Sheamus, gets up to the uh, ladder, uh, and Alberto Del Rio and Rusev show up. No Wade Barrett. Um, here I find out Wade Barrett is out on injury. He's having neck yeah. issues. So that is one more person to put up on the injury list. Fuck, it sucks, man. So, yeah, so we have Alberto Del Rio and Rusev coming out. So can you really call it the League of Nations if it's just three dudes? But they come out, interfere, and, you know, Seamus gets his Seamus wins. Right. Well, the thing is, though, like, the, the thing that gets bad, because, like, they come out, Roman Reigns just supermans everybody. Uh, then he gets into the ring... Some bullshit happens again. Watch the match yourself if you want to know what that bullshit is. And then Sheamus does this weak-ass bro kick to Roman where Roman, like, half-ass falls and then has to roll the remaining amount out of the ring because they just they undershot that fucking bro kick. And it just, like, just added a sour taste to this just shit pile of stupid. But then it got better because Sheamus wins and Ro Roman just goes berserk. And I loved this. I loved this. I think this is what they should do with Roman. I think this is the direction they're going with this, and this is exciting to me. Of Roman just goes completely ape shit with a chair and takes out the League of Nations. And then Triple H comes out to tell him to settle down, and he attacks Triple H! Which is, I mean, I don't, I'm not excited for Triple H versus Roman Reigns, because that's where this is going. But I'm excited that um, at least it's a change. Uh, it was cool to see the crowd getting behind Roman and doing some thank you Roman chants. Yeah, I was surprised that that actually worked, that the crowd got behind it. I also think that the crowd's really stupid because you were just <laughs> ripping brains apart, and now you're like, thank you? Stay by your guns. Like, I, I get it. It was, he tried, they Here's tried, they tried. Hold on, okay. hold on. Get Roman's dick out of your mouth for a second. Let, let me ask you. All the drugs. <laughs> he do, he goes off, and I won't lie to you. I was even sitting there, and I was like, all right, like, 
this is a different thing. And about <laughs> this is a different, different. thing. <laughs> and, I mean, it was all right, but the chair shots at Triple H. Jesus, Triple H. Did you forget how to them? sell? Yeah. <laughs> was that Dolph Ziggler out there? Yeah, like, it was like, mm, you know, and that wasn't it. The thing with Roman Reigns, and I think what's getting under people's skin, his Superman punch is jobbing Rusev. And Alberto Del Rio. And I'm like, really? That's it? Well, both of them did have matches earlier in the night, though. So you got to contribute I, that in I there. I just, I, I. And they did get back up because after they hit them both, they were both temporarily knocked out and then came back in to, to raise uh, Sheamus up. So it wasn't like an, an end-all, be-all uh, finishing move. I mean, the spear to knock him down, I mean, that was all right. That was all right. It was surprising. It was sort of sloppy. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I guess it's a cool Reigns like turned on them. I'll give it a C. <laughs> you just don't want to admit it. I will, because the match sucked. Well, one thing I will say, though, about the crowd is when the crowd is chanting, like, we miss Seth and me, we, I think they they cheer that, they, they're doing that towards the WWE, not, you know, the match itself, I think. It's just because the match sucks and it's bad booking on WWE's part. But when you get this, I think it's just yeah. like everyone's aggression towards, you know, how shitty the WWE has been was kind of put into those chair shots. And I think that's why it was it was a great. I, and it's not like Sheamus and Reigns are terrible people like wrestlers. It's just the booking that wrestling is doing. There's no, no stories like yeah. to get involved with these wins and losses. It's just sort of like whatever. I think I've gotten to this point, though, with Sheamus is he's. Nothing will please me with Seamus. Just now. be a dick. Don't do stupid like, oh, I thought you were coming, you know. No, just be an asshole. You want to be a Celtic warrior, then be a warrior yeah. and just be a prick. Don't smile. Yeah, just be a straight up dick. That will, then people will probably be like, all right, Seamus. <laughs> I dig you. I dig you. So I'm going to give that match, uh, the match itself, a C, uh, the pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, man, I want to give it like a B or something like that because of that finish, oh. but everything else doesn't justify it. I gave it an F. I gave it an F because the low points were so beyond low that it can't get brought up. And there, like I said, there was too many missed opportunities. There was too many botches. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of right. sloppy. It looks like even the wrestlers know that the fans are starting to hate what they're producing. And I think they're in the ring and they're just like, fuck, they don't like us. They, and it's not like, we don't like you. It's just, we don't like the writers. I guess C for me is just because that one ladder match was just so good. Everything else was just such a low point up until the last 10 minutes of the show. Other than that match, I... I felt like everything else being so shitty just to pull off this Roman Reigns and everybody being frustrated with Roman. I mean, that's great and all, but I feel like you're wasting my time. So, let's see. Next, we are moving on to Raw from December 14th. Uh, this is right after TLC. Uh, the show opens with Seven Man confronting Roman Reigns about what happened at uh, what happened to Triple H at TLC. Uh, she calls Roman Reigns a disgrace, and Roman Reigns calls her entire family a disgrace. And I guess we're supposed to be offended yeah, by we, this. We know the McMahons, right? So uh, Seventy Man then proceeds to slap the shit out of Roman Reigns to a point that it's oh my god, Roman Reigns, if you're listening to this, uh, file some assault, assault charges. Yeah, she hit you in the face a ton. How we felt about those chair shots to Triple H is probably how Stephanie McMahon feels that about That could be, and I think she took it all out on him. Reigns still didn't get like an over cheer though. He still sort of got like a like a ooh, yeah. like a boo and stuff. Like it still wasn't fully like a huge pop. 
like a Daniel Bryan would get when he comes out. I think you're right, uh, but I think that's also because it's the same damn shit. Authority opening the night, Roman opening the night with the authority. Like he it's said, just... ass though. He said ass. So he did say ass. I about turned the TV off. I was like, not in my household. Kids watch this. <laughs> no kids watch this. Uh, next, we go on to the first match of the night: Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler. This was weird because uh, they're, they're both they're both face. Uh, Dean Ambrose just coming off a big win with the IC title. Uh, the match is forgettable. Oh, uh, Until, yeah, so y'all comes out and interferes. Man, I'm kind of hoping, really kind of hoping that uh, at uh, Rumble we're going to get uh, uh, Owens, Ambrose, and Dolph in a triple threat match. would be pretty fucking awesome. I think we should get, oh, uh, there should be a failed four-way and throw Tyler Breeze or Neville in it. And make it fucking great. I think it would be an awesome match. I like how Owens comes out, pop up power bombs, Ambrose. What once did he do it? He pop up power bombed him. He power bombs Ambrose. Then Ziggler comes over to like try to help him, and Owens takes him out, pop up power bombs Ziggler. Then stares and then lines him up, and then he power bombs Ziggler onto Ambrose. And I'm like, awesome. That's your heel. There is your monster heel right there. Awesome. Exactly. That was so... perfect. <laughs> right. Perfect. I like right. that actually. And it's that different. It's spot. different. He didn't go out and get a chair. He got another wrestler and beat him up with another wrestler. So I that was that was a good high point of Raw. Next we have R Truth versus Bo Dallas. Which <laughs> what the fuck? Why? So this match is all bis- bad timing. Because the match starts off, we get a couple minutes of it, and then Vince McMahon comes out, which is cool. I like that premise of him just coming out. I mean, it obviously sucks for Truth and Vodalis because you're both just like, all right, you guys are going out because you guys are getting written off. By the way, too, Vodalis not getting TV time, he really has let himself go more. Have you noticed that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm, you really, know, Vince, man. I, you know, I'm not, I mean, like, not saying, like, you have to be in top form. Like, Kevin Owens, at least, you know, he's my favorite, but he's not, like, the most fit dude. But if you're walking around and – Bo Dallas's attire, you think you should, like, I don't know, try to get in a little more shape? Like, it looks like he's quitting. I think you're looking at this the wrong way, Pete. Like, Bo Dallas, I think you gotta give him credit. I think he's smarter than what you think. If Bo Dallas is like, fuck, man, if I just get fat, then I have to be Bray Wyatt's brother in TV time. I have to be. He should be with the Wyatts. Oh, absolutely. I saw it tonight. I was like, why is this guy not with the fucking... Uh, even name a Bo Dallas. Even change him and say Bo Dallas is now part of the Wyatt family. Something like that. He needs to be Bray Wyatt's cane, and he can't be Bray Wyatt's cane. Or just be the damn like like a minister and come out with the New Day. Oh my God, dude, that would be fucking sweet. Then we have the New Day versus the Wyatt family. Like this. it would be perfect. I've been saying that for a while. I know you have, but I didn't put it with the Wyatt family. So Vince comes out, and he's like, burr, 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 burr. But this is bad timing, because he comes out, and he goes, I want to talk to Roman Reigns, but I'm going to make him sweat. Which means we need a commercial. Right. So he sits out, and we go to the commercial, sponsored by K-Jewelers. We come back, uh, and one of the guys, one of the interns have to go over and be like, Vince, we're back. And he goes, I know we're back, which I'm sure was TV, but still, like, it's it stupid. Bad. It just, it made, it made Vince look confusing. It made him look like he was confused, and he didn't know what to do there. Yep which maybe is what WWE is like now. Now he shows up, and he's like, bright lights, I don't know. So Reigns comes out. Yeah, Reigns comes out, and he does his deal like, well, you, you can't do that. I demanded apology. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, this is dumb. And now he said it. And then Sheamus is like, oh, let me beat him up, fella. And I'm like, stupid. Okay. 
And then they were like, fine, it's a title match, and Reigns, if you don't win, you're fired. Well, then I was like, okay, that puts a little spin on it. Because it's like, they can't write, you can't write off Reigns. You have too many injuries to the roster. They can't get rid of Reigns. <laughs> you know, but did? what if they did? I'd be like, whoa. That would, I'd be like, I'm like sitting there, I'm like, if that happened, that'd be a huge jaw-dropping moment. I'd be like, wow. So they do it, right? They they fire Roman Reigns, and then next week they show up. They're like, oh, we got a huge, huge snowstorm again. Uh, we can't do the show. And then they're, like, doing it in, like, Miami. Yep. Uh, yeah, so what I don't get about this is Sheamus is like, let me beat the apology into him. Let me put my belt on the line. The last time I saw someone say, let me put my belt on the line just for shits and giggles was AJ Lee uh, putting it up to Paige, and the title was changed that night. So I guess stop doing that. So, uh, yeah, that segment ends. They say Roman Reigns is going to get fired if he loses. Uh, then we have Rusev and Alberto Del Rio versus Jack Swagger and Ryback in a – I skipped this yep. because I have a DVR yep, match. Don't care. Fast forward. I don't even get I, – I feel bit like our fans, listen, we got time constraints. I'm not going to talk about stupid bull crap like that. that <laughs> right? Right? If I want to hate on those, any of those four people, I will do it on my own time. So next we have Neville versus Tyler Breeze uh, with the Miz coming out uh, at ringside trying to help direct Neville. I kind of like this. Um, I, I kind of really like this. I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes. Uh, why job, Breeze? Why job, Breeze? Because you can. I No, you can't. He is new to the roster. You do not job him yet. Tyler Breeze will be the heel version of, of, of uh, Neville. They will just be flushed in and out through shit, especially now that Barrett, Barrett's not there anymore. They have to have somebody, uh, you know, who at least looks like he could be on the main event roster just lose every night, and that'll be Tyler Breeze. I don't, I don't like the Neville. I don't like the Neville Miz thing. I'm sorry. I'd rather see Miz with Breeze. Oh, that, you're right. That would be better. You are you literally. You're just staring at him like that makes more sense. Yeah, even the same thing, like, uh, you know, trying to, like, turn Tyler Breeze into a movie star. You could still do that kind of spiel with Tyler Breeze because he's more of a model than he is a, yeah. a movie star. So I guess you're right. Next, we have an extreme match, the Wyatt Family versus Team ECW, because we didn't get enough, enough of this the night before at TLC. I think it's because someone went and complained about how fucking sloppy it was at TLC. They were like, but it was, was just a sloppy Monday it night. It cleaned up a little bit. At least there was some pu- moments. There was some moments, but there was at one point where I saw um, the big guy, who's the big Wyatt Strowman. family, Braun Strowman. Strowman and Bray Wyatt were literally sitting in the ring, or just standing in the ring, being like, I don't know who we have yep. to fight. And then got out. I watched them get out of the ring, and then immediately get back into the ring, like, fuck, we were supposed to be in there right now. Tommy Dreamer doing his whatever attitude adjustment to Luke Hart. Luke Harper off the stage was a good pop. You know, there were some moments. It was better than the pay-per-view. So the end, though, was the best because uh, Devon's getting out of the ring, but he clearly sees Harper, like, sneaking up on Bubba. Like, as he gets out of the ring, you can see him just completely make direct eye contact, but still leaves the ring just to get right back into the ring because, again, there's no communication. And then uh, uh, they end up losing. Uh, Rowan pins Rhino. Uh, from doing some kind of splash on the top rope. Wyatt family loses. They they fought four weeks prior to this, and each night the Wyatt family won. So it's like six weeks in a row seeing the, the Dudley boys lose. Maybe it's time to get them out of here. But of course we'll have to. We're gonna fill up those spots in Royal Rumble, so we'll keep all eight of them, you know, feuding until then. Do you think it's on the Wyatts, or do you think it's on ECW who, who 
was sloppy in the ring. I think it's a three-part problem. Uh, bad writing, not enough time. Uh, the Wyatt family, I mean, no, nothing against um, Luke Harper, because I know he did, like, CZW and things like that, but I just don't think being trained in NXT, they didn't do those hardcore matches, you know? And then you put these veterans who aren't the most, most athletic right now, I mean, other than, like, Rhino, um, you put them in an ECW match, and it just, it, none, of, none of that fits together. And I think it's just, it, it's just a mess. <laughs> Uh, so, this is a fun little skit. Uh, New Day brings out the Usos and Luchadors to tell them to give them respect for that ladder match, which was awesome. I especially like how they're trying to look face, but, like, the the Lucha Dragons and the Usos are just not falling for it, and it's good TV. Uh, <laughs> Becky Lynch and Charlotte versus Alicia Fox and Free Bell. Fast forward through everything in the match, the end didn't make sense. Oh, with, uh, Ric Flair, uh, what, what's he do? He, uh grabs Fox's leg from and lets uh, Lynch get the uh, submission in. So Lynch, Becky Lynch, who is the only face right now in the Divas division, uh, wins, thinking she won clean when obviously it's not the case, and they're like, well, we'll tune in next week and we'll see what happens between all of them, but nothing will progress. Obviously, we're getting uh, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte at uh, Royal Rumble, maybe even a triple threat with Paige, but I don't know yet. Yeah, well, it wasn't even addressed either. Like, you know, Becky's like, oh, I don't like how you cheated, you know? And then they cheat, and she doesn't even, like, notice it. Like, no, 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 no. You don't wait till next week, because then people are just going to be like, well, that's forgettable. You got to do it. You should have done it right there. Like, did you see when the Bella Twins were staring up at the Titantron? Did you see when Becky Lynch was looking up at the Titantron? She missed the replay. Then you could sort of tell that Bella and Alicia Fox were, like, standing there going, like, uh like looking and Becky Lynch wasn't looking I'm like um I think you fucked up uh I think what they're gonna do is they're gonna make her watch the footage live on Miz TV next week that's uh, that's how I will call this because they'll have to remind us speaking of which man that whole like first segment with Stephanie McMahon and and Roman Reigns I think we saw that fucking like four times not even including the opening segment itself but four replays of it until we got to this main event and it just just to the point where you're like, man, I feel bad for people who watch this live. I generally feel bad for people who watch all three hours of, of Raw every night and have to deal with this bullshit. And then those people who have to watch SmackDown and half of their show is a fucking Raw recap. How? How do you get through this? And then when the WWE uh, then, like, doesn't stay committed to any canon or anything like that that comes in the WWE Universe, when they force-feed us to the point that we have to memorize these fucking storylines because they force-feed them every time we watch them. It just, it, it's counterintuitive. It really is. Moving on, that's my rant. I guess we kind of get in a rant every every time we do a show. Uh, main event of the night, WWE World Heavyweight Champion Roman Reigns versus Sheamus. Oh, man. Here we go. Here we go. And here's where the big buzzkill started. Buzzkill? I will call it out, and you will okay. be like, yep. You lead this match. You, you lead me Lead me down this path. All right, as you know, we got Roman Reigns taking on Sheamus. If he doesn't win, he gets fired. But be sure to tune in to ESPN to see Roman Reigns talk with Jonathan Coachman on Sports Center, whether he's an employee of the WWE or not. <laughs> right there, I just threw my hands up. And I'm like, oh my God, you are stupid. You are dumb. You just ruined your main event. By doing the dumbest thing you could ever. Oh, 
overdue. You basically just said the outcome right there. I was like, okay, I'm sort of pulled in. Okay, Roman Reigns is going to win. What the <laughs> hell was that BS? Oh, if you're Vince, you fire whoever posted that. You are stupid. Right. At the end of the match, you go, be sure to tune into ESPN. You just buried every momentum ball that was going to that match. You just got rid of them. You're just like, ah, ah, F it. I would love to see uh, the actual, like, ratings of how many people, like, changed the channel after they heard that. I told you. Yeah, I, I, you know, whatever. Now, granted, there were some cool spots, like Roman Reigns punching Vince. I was like, all right. Oh, not only that. But the headbutt with the blood, uh, Roman Reigns gets a headbutt on Sheamus, and then like, oh yeah, he, oh he got popped. Okay, so I want I want to throw something at you here because uh, ratings did increase tonight. They increased, I think, by like twenty seven percent. Because okay. well, no, okay, all right, all right, hear hear it out. Okay, so let's say we get to next week's Raw, and for some miraculous reason, like things keep picking up, and like maybe they change. Uh, they change Raw, and they finally start listening to us, and maybe they start giving us some more NXT wrestlers, and wrestling just becomes good again. They're going to look back at this moment like they look back at Eric Bischoff giving off the, uh, oh, Mick Foley's winning the title tonight, just like how they gave off that Roman Reigns is going to be on Anna, uh, uh, ESPN the following night, and they're going to play it totally like that. You wait for it, Pete. I'm calling it's it right now. It's not that I want more NXT stars. I actually, to be honest, I don't. I want them down there. I think that is awesome. I It's not that I want wrestling. I want a good story. I want a good match. I don't want jump cuts. I don't want you're, all these stupid outcomes that you're ruining. And I don't want you to try to make me think that Rusev and Alberto Del Rio are really powerful, but yet Roman Reigns can job them both with Superman punches. I think you're forgetting the Superman in the Superman punch. It's stupid, Brandon. It's stupid. <laughs> but they gave Roman the belt, and I was like, that's actually pretty crazy. I knew it was happening. I knew it was happening. Vince getting punched in the face was probably the highlight of Raw. What I did not, I was like, he is not going to super. I could see him pushing him off the, the ring or anything like that, but full on Superman punch and Vince was fucking awesome. Vince is seven years old, and he got punched I in the was face. So so frustrated with Vince throughout the night because it was just is bad. Vince is bad. He's not the Vince we had. I I don't know what happened. He's old. Well, yeah, he's old. And he's got a son-in-law that could run the business and be fine. And then put NXT in the control of Matt Bloom. I'm not even lying. After watching Breaking, after watching Breaking Ground, Matt Bloom could run NXT. You put Triple H in a WWE, your company is gonna skyrocket. Do you like how I buzz killed that main event though? You did buzz kill that main event. I loved it. I I I, I loved it. Uh, not not the match. How you buzz killed it is you put it perfectly where it needed to be. Uh, I, I I do want to say about NXT. Uh, maybe I want to say just like uh, maybe on an off time, like maybe send your production crew down to NXT and be like, what are you guys doing? Or I don't know. Let's start calling up the NXT uh, production uh, team. Because that's what we need right now. Do you know why a lot of cool things are happening with them? Okay, by the way, what are we rating Raw? Let's rate Raw quick because we got to okay, do, yeah, let's gotta rate do, Raw. We got to do, ta- do TakeOver quick. I'm going to give this one a B-. minus. I will actually give it a B because wow. of the title changing, which we haven't had. Vince coming back. Owens looking powerful. I'll actually give it a B because even though I wow. knew the outcome, 
they try they changed they tried to do something different you can see it mm -hmm. now mind you i'm giving a b minus but that's a brandon b minus and pete giving up a, a b that's a pete b so yeah. there are different grades here <laughs> big difference so i guess we should get into we'll talk about some nxt and we're going to end the show with nxt takeover london which just recorded tonight we are recording this right now after watching uh, nxt man i am tired we've we've talked i know about a lot of wrestling tonight but but this is it, man. This is the good part. This is what I was waiting for. Oh, my God. I was, like, sitting there in a sale, and I have the network on my iPad, and it goes, be sure to tune in into the NXT London. And I was like, what? I'm like, quick, give me your order. I have to go. So you you stopped over at my place this week to pick up the Star Wars DVDs. I'm going there tomorrow, by the way, to see this movie. I cannot wait. I have to finish watching it. I got to finish watching it. I got six left. Uh, so you told me that you're like, man, I just – after WrestleMania, after the Raw after Mania, if uh, if 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 Raw d wrestling does not get good, I, I'm just done. Okay. I can't do the podcast. Now, and right. I didn't want to tell our viewers that because I know they really like hearing me talk about wrestling. But mark my word, if wrestling sucks to the point that it is unwatchable, like we just put up with for a year up until WrestleMania, after Raw, the Raw, the following Raw, because usually the Raw right. following is almost like it's like the best Raw. Just as good as yeah. Rania, yes. If it's the fans' raw. sucks, and we have, and let's say we're tearing it up. Folks, I will not watch wrestling. I will not watch WWE. I can't say wrestling. Okay, that's what I wanted you to say, because this show will turn into your weekly NXT podcast. That's what I'm saying. You will find, you can go find someone else that's putting up with business shit for Raw, but you will be like, Pete, you and me, we're doing NXT. And I'm like, boom, I am down, because I will my thing here is, like, there is a light at the end of the tunnel with wrestling. Because we are in a dark age, and this is the light at the end of the tunnel. Because I don't know when we're going to get there, but we, at some point, the people who are in NXT are students, technically, are they yeah. not? I mean, they're going to Full Sail University. So that means these people are getting out of college, needing a job, guaranteed well, no, a job not, in the they're WWE. They're getting out of college, dude. They're, like, uh, there's this guy, Tino Martinez. He played for okay. uh, he played for the Arizona Cardinals. He didn't play the same time as Baron Corbin. These guys are like a lot of some of them played in the NFL for a couple of years, and then they get some. I'm not like, talking about the injury. TNA talent. No, but like there's like or NXT. Wow. You know you have they have to go in. They if they don't they basically go to train to see if they make the card. Right. You know so it's. It's great, and then I'm sitting there, and I see NXT Brooklyn, or Brooklyn was amazing, so then they go, we're going to London, and I'm like, awesome. I can't wait. And let me look it up right here, because I think they just announced the next TakeOver. In April, April 1st is going to be TakeOver Dallas. Ooh. Yeah, so get ready. Uh, so I guess let's just dive right into uh, NXT TakeOver. The first match of the night, what is it What is it again? Asuka. Asuka, there we go. Who has one of the coolest entrance songs. She does. Uh, entrance songs, entrances, overall gimmick. I am an, an Asuka fan, especially after tonight. I will say this right up front. This was the match of the night for me. I won't even lie to you there. I even told, I, I was talking to my buddy, and I go, I, I've always been an Emma fan. Right. When they talk, she was one of the first with Paige mm -hmm. that made people go, whoa. Yeah. 
there's some girls down in the NXT. That's why Emma got such a bad draw when she got hosed at the main card. Emma is easily one of the best technical wrestlers in wrestling. Absolutely. I she is agree. up there. She mm-hmm. just had a bad gimmick. Right. And she rocked it for a while because the NXT fans loved it. The WWE fans buried it because they go, you know what? You're cute. You're funny. You're going with Santino and you're going to be a joke. No. Right. She could have done the same thing and wrestled a good match like she does, and she would have been over. I know. One good match would have put that gimmick over. It would have. But her and Asuka put on a show, and the crowd was amazing. Oh, when that thing started off with the crowd chanting, uh, Asuka's going to kill you, was awesome. Uh, yep. Who was it? Dana Brooke was there. She was wearing some, uh, She was wearing whatever Natalia said no to. Yep. But she looked good. She it? did. The chance this is wrestling. Did you see that that back fist, uh, that yeah. backhanded fist to she Emma's face? Oh. Emma. And then did you see when Emma like literally just came out of the corner and just open hand and just slapped Oscar? That was a good. See, my wife was watching this with me and she was like, every pinfall, she's like, I thought that was it, and I was like, that's because you're watching Divas matches on Raw. Like these, this was a good fucking match. This, I cannot, I can't express how much I enjoyed this match. In the story building up to it, yes, Asuka was just taking on matches, and then Emma and Dana would come out and taunt, or Dana would taunt, and then Emma comes from the crowd wearing, like, all black and does her Emma lock, mm-hmm. and, like, you're just like, wow, and I was like, what a match, it was so good, A, I give it an A, I give it an and A. you know what, mm-hmm. also, I said this, I, I also said this, I think the re- the crowd is into it because the match is good. Yeah, it was a good build. It was a good build. I think this story had uh, – the storyline ha- was heavily storyline-driven for an NXT uh, feud. This was very heavily storyline-written, I think, and it was pulled off very well. Yeah, every night there was more promos going on than matches, uh, which is rare to see in an NXT feud. Uh, but this was so well done. Like, I just – I cannot express – how much I enjoyed this match. Even to the finish, where the finish used every cliche finish you could uh, up until the end. Yeah. With like the, the, belt, like, the, the belt. Yeah, the ref get knocked out in the corner. Um, she kicks her yeah. so hard. Oh, like, I, I don't know how this goes. It's the, I don't know the order, but like there's one point it goes, the ref gets knocked out. They're trying to use this belt. Asuka gets called out for using the belt. They almost disqualify her. Emma goes for the classic roll-up, but doesn't get it. Then the manager interferes. Classic move, but she still doesn't get it. Then Asuka gets this kick, and the match is over. There was so much shit going on. So many cliche things that put together just made such an awesome ending to an awesome match. And the crowd was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, the songs they were singing. Oh, what was that? Yeah, they were, si- they were and they were singing up just to the word Asuka. Just to her yeah. name. It was so good. I gotta I gotta go back. I couldn't go. I was like, oh my god, that chant's great. Right. Um, that match was awesome. The other thing, the last thing I'm gonna yeah. I wanna say it now. Did you notice how much the camera didn't jump cut or zoom in, zoom out? You could see the match. Oh, uh, I didn't even realize that till now, but yeah, you could really tell that was like it kind of felt like uh Hogan and Undertaker Hogan and uh, Ultimate Warrior. Uh, just like the one camera, maybe four different cameras yep. using the tor- uh, the whole match felt really good. A big move. They didn't zoom in when they hit the ground. Yeah. They didn't do that. They just watched. Told you. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> yeah, this – okay, so I will say it right now. This is the best match I've seen over all three shows. Yes. Next up was Enzo and Big Cass mm-hmm. versus um, Dash and Dawson. Okay, which one? I don't know Dash or Dawson. I just Dawson know- is the one with the mutton chops. He's Gilbert, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. 
Uh, I've always been waiting to see like Enzo try to do more moves in the ring because usually he's the one that's taking the beating right. and then Cass comes in for the big spot. Enzo put on a show. First of all, this opening promo really felt like their feelings were hurt at some point. Like they looked like they were sad. Just kind of some oh, tears they were in their ticked. eyes. They were mad. They are a good group. The match was an all right match. Uh, I I don't know. It was good. I thought it was good. It wasn't epic. It you know it was good. Oh, the Enzo. Oh, and by the way, and the crowd. Again, what I can't remember what they sang for Enzo, but they had a song for every star, and they were so good. They were all on beat. I heard Beatles remixes. I ever, I was like, what? Like, are you serious? The the thing I like about NXT tag teams, tag team finishers. They all have one. Yeah. Oh, that finish at the end though, with yeah, Dan the the Dash of Dawson the one that they did on the top. That was so cool. Yeah, that's like, you know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, they all have a tag team finish. That's what makes it great. I gave it, I gave it like a C. All right, I'll give it a C. I thought it was good. It wasn't over the top, but it wasn't bad. It was just good. It was, C just a, good, it was a filler match is what I could say to it. See, I've given it a C. Stay I think people didn't realize how good Asuka and Emma were going to be. So I did not get a chance to watch Baron Corbin versus Apollo Crews, so I can't grade this one. How was this one? Okay, uh, they had another song for Apollo Crews. <laughs> the crowd loved it. The crowd is so good, and they stayed up like the whole time. There was never a quiet moment, really. The crowd was chanting the whole thing. When's the last time you heard a WWE event with the crowd going nuts the whole, whole time? You uh, never. It's been forever. Well, it's only it's only an hour and a half, but 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 no, this was like what two hours, I think. Maybe Baron Corbin and Apollo Crews. I Corbin is still, and I've been watching Breaking Ground. And so that's why I sort of judge him a little more because what Tensai, <laughs> Coach Tensai, tons of punks. I sit there and I go, he's actually right. He's like, I want you to show, have a people to be like, give them a good reason for them to hate you in that ring. And he doesn't. He all he does is that cocky, but he really doesn't do too much. Like you know, he doesn't Kevin Owens it. He doesn't yeah. like sit there like punch him and be like, you know what? You're not even like. He just puts his hands up all cocky. That's his big problem. Yeah, really I agree. Character is his problem. Curveball. Corbin won. Which yeah. I was like, whoa. I didn't see that coming because Apollo Crews is Apollo Crews. He's on fire. Whoa. Corbin won. That's crazy. Yeah. I gave it like a beef because I was like, whoa. That's a okay. curveball. And I liked it. Uh, next match was the NXT uh, Women's Championship. Bailey versus uh, Nia Jax. Is that her name? I have not seen her wrestle before. This was a new experience for me. They're trying to get a new karma. Put her with Tamina in a good tag team. I think those two would be a brutal group. Absolutely. Put them together. Call in the wild Samoans and just ha- let them have at it. Here's the best part. NXT before. You know how they built this matchup? Like, wow. Bailey's like, I know I got to take on Nia. I'm afraid of her. She's strong. She's powerful. She's been murdering everybody, and Nia comes running in, grabs her, and goes, yup, and throws her through a door in the backstage. Wow. When's the last time you've seen something like that? She threw Bailey through, yeah, exactly, she threw Bailey through a door, and so you knew it was just going to be her brutalizing Bailey. Crowd, of course, like that song they were singing, (laughs) in sync, the whole crowd. That was awesome. Yeah, and the people who say, like, I think Mick Foley said it, like, you know, he hates the NXT crowd. This was a whole different country, and you were still getting that atmosphere. So it's got to be NXT. It can't be just the crowd that's doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
it's definitely NXT. Just it's the fans. They love it. It was a brutal match. You knew it was gonna be like that. I was wondering how Bailey, because I didn't think they were gonna take the belt off of Bailey yet. Choking her out three times in a row, I think was all. I, I don't know how else you would have it to make it look like a fluke. right. No, I completely agree. And and after the match, you could tell like Bailey just looked like she was just wrecked. Yeah, it was a good match. It was a good match. Uh, I will give that one. I'm gonna give that one a B. I gave it a B. Uh, next, we have the main event of the evening: Finn Balor, uh, or should I say, uh, uh, Jack the Ripper versus Samoa Joe. Love it. So this this match. This match was a good match in the sense that um, I don't think there were a lot of high moments in this match. It was just a good match. It was a good, and it, the pace was very well. Like, they were doing, you never saw the same move more than two times. Those two work really well together. Yes, yes, yes. Samoa Joe is good. I like Samoa Joe. This match could have been amazing if it was in a WWE pay-per-view versus an NXT pay-per-view. And I only say that because I think they would have tried to get bigger spots out of these two. Yeah. But yeah, it was just a good... It went forever, though. I will say, like, I, I, I wanted to get this match over with so you and me could start the show. Um, I knew we'd be a lot to talk about. And, like, they just kept going, which was a good thing. Uh, definitely just kept you like, what the fuck's gonna happen? I think, though, in the end... That whole turnbuckle thing should have stopped. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't think Samoa Show should have gotten up that last time. I think that was the perfect ending. The crowd was cheering. If he would have done his pin, it would have looked a lot better than how Samoa getting back up and them trying it again. Yeah, that was the only – but other than that, I was just like, God. I sat there, and it got done, and I'm like, and I wonder why people keep coming at me saying NXT is better. Do you have, like, droves of people just like, Pete, I have a buddy, NXT I have so a much better? Because he gets all mad at me, too, because I'm like, NXT is better. I look forward to NXT Wednesday nights I because it's an hour. You don't see everybody. You see a certain group. You know, we didn't see the Vaude Villains. We didn't see Blake and Murphy. They were headlining last time. Right. You know? It's you're seeing different things. You're seeing matches. You're not seeing jump cuts. You're seeing a story be in the ring. Yeah. Uh, botch of the night. You spelled Small Joe's name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Which okay, so I go and I watch the pay per view and, I, and I'm like, hey, watch this, telling my wife, and they fixed it. They someone caught it. Overall, I gave that I gave that whole thing I gave that show a B plus. B plus. That's what I was gonna go with. B plus. All right. NXT was a good show. I have to say, out of all three of these shows, I would rank it uh, NXT. That's it. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even. But um, who's your superstar? Who's your oh, super, yeah, we're dud? super stud? Uh, my dud of the week has to be Vince McMahon. Uh, again. Just because, man, you look confused as fuck out there. Uh, mine is Bubba Ray Dudley, because you have the most botched spots in both Raw and TLC. Stud of the week. Ooh, Asuka. Uh, Asuka, that's what I was going I, it with was gonna, I'm sitting there, I'm like, it was going to be Sinkar, or uh, Kalisto, because it, it's like right there. But Kalisto had like a big spot, where Asuka had a whole match. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Uh, gotta give props, though, to Kalisto, though, because that was an awesome spot that he had. By the way, Asuka staring down Naya in the backstage when she was getting ready. Oh, yeah. I was like, awesome. Oh, that's oh, super cool. You know what I can't wait for is Asuka versus Paige. I think that's going to be a really cool match. Asuka versus Paige, or I can't wait for Asuka versus, like, Sasha Banks. Or, geez, like, Emma. I want Emma versus Bailey. 
I, you know, like, I want Emma back up in the title picture for this. You know what? Honestly, you want to push her? Put her with Paige right now. P- Paige right now is a white-hot uh, fucking heel. And putting Emma with that would just strengthen that. Because they're actually, they were actually friends. They know each other really well. They have chemistry. And I think if you wanted to put, like, a, you know, that'd be a great person to have team up when you got to have those uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte uh, versus Paige matches. So, yeah. Pete, what do you want to name the show this week? Oh, man. I want to name it. Asuka's, Asuka's going to kill you. <laughs> the super awful pay-per-view that you need to sit at a table with a chair while you want to put your hopes and dreams on a ladder and watch Raw destroy it and then have NXT save your whole week. Asuka's going to kill you. <laughs> Well, if, if you watch this on iTunes, uh, make sure you subscribe. It would really help us out if you liked or even left a comment. Let us know what you thought of Raw or NXT or TLC. Uh, we do read that, or at least I do. Uh, Pete doesn't. Uh, we are also, if you're listening to this on iTunes, uh, make sure you subscribe and give us a review. If fa- uh, Stitcher is your fancy. Make sure you give us a thumbs up. You can also follow the Full Nelson Press on Twitter, Facebook, Wrestling Amino, Tambler. Uh, just sure, search for the Full Nelson Press on any social media site. Uh, you can also find all of these links on thefullnelsonpress.com, including a weekly WWE webcomic created by yours truly. Uh, so that is the Full Nelson Press, uh, episode 22. Asuka's going to kill you. Hey, anything else you want to add, Pete? I'm exhausted. Let me wrestle out. <laughs> uh, one other thing. One other thing. Next week, we are going to have our award show. Uh, we're going to have that out because it's going to be kind of our off week because of the holidays. So you're going to listen to how we, what we thought, just a short, uh, shorter podcast than our regular ones, just what we thought of 2015 in a whole, which is really fun. And then the following week, we're going to get right back into wrestling. I think we're also going to review um, – what is it breaking ground we're the season finale is hitting so we're going to review it as a series and talk about what we thought of the series and high points and there are no low points in that show no it's really good yeah it is really good if you get a chance to watch that also there are i haven't kind of been able to watch them all there are a bunch of new table of three out on the network and i have not been able to catch up on those either so i think one of these days i'm just gonna make it a network day network and network and chill <laughs> all right everybody well thanks for listening and uh suck a butt yeah bet <laughs>